0: Okay, so as we mentioned today, we have a special celebration um, of St. Matthias. And we call him an apostle, even though he was a replacement, as Father Ron and I were a little levity in the, this morning talking, he should be the patron saint of substitutes. So if you're a substitute teacher or the first player off the bench in football, they call it the 12th man or like the crowd, but the 12th man would be the guy who comes off the bench. The first act of the apostles after the ascension was to find a replacement for Judas. That's how important this was. Can you imagine after Jesus ascends to the father, the millions of things that must have been going through their mind. And this is the first thing they do with all that's going on. They chose to focus their attention to finding that 12th apostle. Now, that was important because the number 12 was very important to the chosen people. If this was to be a new Israel, which that's the church, the new Jerusalem, right? It was to come from the disciples, so the 12th was needed. That's who Matthias was. He replaced Judas. Now, Brother Jeff, Jeff read in the first reading, we talk about Peter. Peter had come, and he said, I, there's one criterion here. It has to be somebody who had been a disciple from the very beginning, well, wait a minute, Father, you're telling me now he's going to be a disciple. No, an apostle. Remember the difference. A disciple, the word disciple means to learn. The word apostle means to be sent out. There were actually 120 disciples that were closely present with Jesus from the beginning of the baptism, they say, through the ascension. It's from that 120 disciples, which means to learn. They were all learning that they chose the 12 apostles, which means those are the ones Jesus first sent out. All right, so this is important. Basically, Peter says this guy has to have been with us from the beginning, from the baptism by John until the ascension. This is because the new apostle, this 12th man, would most, must become, or must have been a witness of Jesus. He must have followed Jesus before anyone else really knew him, one of these disciples, to learn from him. Now, it was funny because of the 120, they nominated two. So they felt two really fit this description. Matthias, and as Jeff read, Joseph called Barsabbas. All right, not Barabbas, who was there at the crucifixion or was at the trial of Jesus, but Joseph called Barsabbas. Now, they knew that both these two had been with Jesus throughout the beginning, but which one had the most heart to bear witness to the resurrection? Well, the apostles knew that only the Lord could know this, and knew what was in the heart of each. So what did they do? (laughs) They cast lots, right? I always laugh because sometimes in prayer, we're like, Lord, show us our will. And we always hear other people always tell us, well, pray to be shown the will of God and discern and lead you. And sometimes you're just like, I still don't know. I mean, when I left, I was here with the Marians for three years. I left for a year. It was the best thing I ever did. But I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and, I got permission to just basically stay at the Basilica, D.C., and I prayed, finally got to the point I was ready to flip a coin. Lord, I have to to speak to me. I I don't know any other way. Heads, I leave. Tails, I stay. I didn't know. Actually, I left for a year, and that was what God did to show me his bigger plan. It's the best thing I ever did. Now, I haven't looked back, but The apostles did something similar. Now, I'm not suggesting this, but sometimes it shows that we're human. So they cast lots to try to say, Lord, lead us here. And Matthias was chosen. Now, St. Clement of Alexandria says that Matthias was not chosen by Jesus for what he had done or who he was. We always hear about, oh, he's the holiest or he's the hardest working or he is the nicest or he is the smartest Saint Clement of Alexandria said it was none of that. He said basically he was chosen for what Jesus foresaw he could become, not what he was. And I think that gives us hope, every one of us. Listening here to this gives us hope. Remember, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. That's awesome. Because it means, like on Divine Mercy Sunday, the Lord is looking more about what we can become. He wants to wipe clean the past. All right. He was elected, Matthias, not because he was worthy, but because he would become worthy. This is what St. Clement said. So Jesus chooses all of us in the same way. What does he want you to become? Don't get stuck on the past. Don't get stuck on that. I made this mistake and that mistake. I've done that many times. We get hung up and I hear people even say, Lord, or father, I don't go to church because I'd be a hypocrite. You have no idea how sinful I am. I have met people who've told me this and I'm like, your sins aren't greater than God's mercy. There's no unforgivable sin except a sin against the Holy Spirit, which is simply refusing to ask for God's mercy. So if you go into the confessional by your own will, you're automatically not guilty of the only unforgivable sin because the only unforgivable sin is not asking for God's mercy. So by going into the confessional, you're automatically not guilty of that first sin or that only unforgivable sin because you are asking for God's mercy in the confessional. This is powerful stuff. So ask, what does Jesus want you to become? Don't get hung up on what you've been in the past. Lord, what is my future with you? It shows also that the apostles looked at it this way. It also shows that the bishops were to replace other bishops. I've had people write to me and say, Father, all those things you say in scripture applied only to the apostles. Like Matthew 16, 19, Matthew 18, 18, John 20, 23. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven in heaven. Whose sins you retain are retained in heaven. Father, he was talking only to the apostles alive at that time. He wasn't talking to a current priest today. Really? Well, you might want to look at apostolic succession. It's the most incredible part of our faith. What is apostolic succession? Just what happened with Matthias. When an apostle that was blessed by Christ and chosen by Christ had either died or left, he was to be replaced. And then these apostles had the authority to lay their hands on Matthias like Jesus laid his hands on them to give them the Holy Spirit. He gave them full authority in his place why because he knew he was ascending to the father jesus knew he was going to the father so he was going to leave these men in his place that's what in persona christi means in the place of christ in the person of christ so these apostles were given that authority now they have the authority to replace the next one in that unbroken line. So when Jesus laid his hands on the apostles, they then laid their hands on Matthias. And he was given the power of the Holy Spirit to perfect or confect the Eucharist, to forgive sins, as it says. This is what apostolic session is. So you know that line is unbroken. So then Matthias and thomas and matthew they all laid hands on other men who were to become the next bishops then those bishops laid their physical hands on the next men who became the next bishops all the way unbroken to every priest today alive in the catholic church No other faith has an unbroken physical line back to Jesus Christ than the Catholic Church. Yes, the Orthodox, we understand that, but they're not in communion with Rome, so there's a little difference there. But the Catholic Church has an unbroken line. That is the most daunting thing to me that I ever contemplate about my priesthood, is knowing when Bishop Holly laid his hands on me at ordination that that, Bishop when he was made a priest had hands physically laid on him by a bishop and when that bishop was made a priest He had physical hands laid on him and when that bishop was made a priest so on so forth all the way back to the 12 apostles I have actually in every priest alive in the world had their heads laid on hands laid on Physically by somebody who laid their hands on physically by somebody who laid their hands on physically going all the way back to Jesus Christ that is incredible. So despite the brokenness of the priest, you have to know that the truth through apostolic succession is in the church, despite their brokenness. Remember, Jesus told St. Faustina, don't look at the priest in the confessional. I'll deal with him. You just worry about getting the grace of the sacrament. So, to finish, he went on to preach the gospel, this being St. Matthias, in Judea, Cappadocia, Egypt, Ethiopia. Wow. He insisted on the need to mortify the desires of the flesh and to put it under control of the spirit. That's why St. Matthias is the patron of all who struggle with addiction. You know anybody who's addicted to anything? Pray to St. Matthias like alcoholism. Some say he was stoned in Jerusalem by the Jews and then beheaded. I was laughing again with Father Ron before mass. I said, are we supposed to wear red today or white? Because Hippolytus of Rome says he died of old age. So Father Ron pulled out the ordo and says, nah, says it here he was a martyr. So we're going with that. That's why I'm in red. So they say he was stoned by the Jews and then beheaded. All right, so anyway, Jesus now to finish, in the Gospel reading, Jesus mentions the commandments. This is very important. He says, if you keep my commandments, you are my friend. If you keep my commandments, I remain in you, and you in me. He often talks about this. That's obedience, and obedience brings joy. Our culture today tells us obedience brings oppression. You cannot be oppressed, you must do whatever you wanna do. No, obedience brings joy and freedom. Obedience keeps us in a state of grace. There is joy when we are obedient to the church because we know it's the will of God. Following the commandments brings freedom, not oppression. Because why? Because if we do the commandments, we're not enslaved to anybody or anything except God. And even God says, I don't call you slaves anymore. I call you my friends. This is awesome. Freedom, remember, is not, Thomas Aquinas says, freedom is not the ability to do whatever you want. That's license and that's chaos. That wouldn't mean I can just go and murder anybody or, or destroy somebody or they could destroy me. It's, it, society's never going to work that way. What is true freedom? It isn't the ability to do whatever you want to do. Oh, I'm freedom. Uh, get your rosaries off my ovaries. I can do whatever I want. No. Freedom is doing what you ought to do. It's the ability to do what you ought to do. So in a free society, we ought to worship God. Freedom is having the ability to worship God. Now those freedoms are being taken away. We have to stand up for those. Now, we are preparing, I want to finish with this, for the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost and between the ascension and pentecost this is what was going on they elected matthias now in our diocese pentecost excuse me ascension was celebrated yesterday but in most dioceses it was moved to this sunday so i will be speaking briefly on the ascension this sunday but i wanted to leave it with this in the midst of all that was going on with matthias they were preparing for the holy spirit And that Holy Spirit was what we have to prepare for. So what I was motivated by was the fact that we all know we have a God who's a Trinity. So when we want to focus, not focus, because they're all one, but when we want to especially honor the Father, what prayer do we say? The Our Father. When we specifically want to honor or designate the Son, what prayer do we say? Oh, never thought about that, Father. The Jesus prayer. And the most powerful prayers we forget in the church jesus christ son of the living god have mercy on me a poor sinner and do you know that that's listed in the ordo as an official act of contrition you can't remember your act of contrition oh my god i'm heartily sorry for having offended thee and i detest all my sins you can't remember that just say jesus christ son of the living god have mercy on me a poor sinner it's listed in the right as the official i said ordo but in the right The official act of contrition. So that is the prayer designated to the son. So to the father, we have the our father. To the son, we have the Jesus prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, son of the living God, have mercy on me, a poor sinner. But what about the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the power that makes everything go. He's the gas in the car. Your car doesn't go anywhere without fuel. The Holy Spirit... Do you say daily that prayer to the Holy Spirit? Do you even know a prayer to the Holy Spirit? If you don't, priests, please stay with us. We're going to share that with you in our live streams coming up. But for right now, I will share with you. We, Marian, say it every morning and every evening together. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Who through the diversity of all tongues has brought the nations together in the unity of faith. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created and you will renew the face of the earth. Wow, that's what John Paul prayed when he landed in Poland after becoming Pope. This is powerful. And then we finish by saying, oh, God, who guided the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant that by the gift of the same spirit, we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation. Amen. I know that's a little long, but we're going to give it to you coming up on the live streams. This is powerful. Maybe I'll ask Father Kaz permission to put the words up on Sunday's mass so that you could pray it with us. I'll ask for permission for that. So this is what is happening in our faith. We're getting ready for the coming of the Holy Spirit and Matthias was right in the middle. And the Lord is going to bring you in like Matthias to be part of that. God bless you all for being part of our Marian family because like the apostles, we were under the guidance of Mary in preparation for the coming of the advocate, her spouse, the Holy Spirit.
1: Are you a Marian helper?